This podcast is sponsored by Bishop F.L. Williams Senior Ministries. Welcome to How We Got Here, where Bishop F.L. Williams Senior dives deep into the challenges and vicissitudes of life and reminds listeners of their God-given rights to live the abundant life. Join the conversation with your host, Bishop Williams, as he coaches listeners to reign, rule, and dominate. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to How We Got Here. I'm F.L. Williams, as you know, come to you every Monday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 o'clock on the East Coast, 5 o'clock on the West Coast. So thank you so much for being a part of tonight's uh, broadcast, the last one for the month of February. As we're coming to you tonight, thank God for all of you. I appreciate you so much. Pray you had a great weekend. Now ready that your week started off good. Um, it's just good to have you. I'm so grateful to, to your support. Listen to us every Monday night. And we talk about how we got to this point, how we get from, from there to here. Excuse me, how do we get here as a people, as a nation? How do we get here? And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about tonight uh, a subject that, that I believe that the Spirit gave me. Uh, we are not hopeless. The power of hope, for we are not hopeless. You and I are not hopeless. We're not a ship on a sea with no sail or engine that's drifting at the at the motion of the ocean, so to speak, or the weight on the wave to bring us in. No, we're not hopeless. Our hope is in him. It's in him, who him, God, that we live, that we move, and that we have our very being. So you and I tonight are not hopeless people. God is our God of hope, and we'll, we'll prove that to you in just a moment. But I want to talk about now the power of hope. We are not hopeless. We are not hopeless. That, that we, well, that's hope for you. That's hope for you. There is hope for you. No matter what you went through, God's mercy is anew every morning. Weeping may endure for a night. Joy cometh in the morning. Every day he daily loads us with benefits. So we, we are not hopeless. We, are, we, we, we serve a God that Paul said in, in, in Philip, excuse me, in Ephesians chapter three, verse twenty, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power of working in us. God is our source. Amen. In Him we live. In Him we move. In Him we have our very being. So I want to talk about uh, the power of hope. But before we start, as you know, we do every Monday night. Before every Monday night, we go Acts chapter seventeen, verse twenty-six. Acts 17, 26, and, and, and the writer says, and, and has made of one blood all nations of men for the dwelling face of the earth, and has determined the time before appointed and the bounds of the habitation. Acts 17, 26 says again, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for the dwelling all the face of the earth, and has determined the time before appointed and the, and the bounds of the habitation. So God knew when, where, You'll be. He knew the bounds he would set you in. That's all determined, predetermined, prearranged, predecided before you got here. So you're nobody's afterthought. You know, you, you're nobody uh, 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 stepping stone. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. All of us are. And the Lord is our light. He's our strength. He is everything to us. And we ain't hopeless. Excuse my language, but we ain't hopeless. No, ma'am. No, sir. I know you're not supposed to say ain't in the proper context, but we are not hopeless. We are not hopeless. He is our source for all that we need and all that we do. Amen. All right. Let's talk about that. We are not hopeless. Let me give you uh, the definition. 
the dictionary defined hopeless or hope is that the, the dictionary defined hope as a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. What is hope? A feeling or expectation and and desire for a certain thing to happen. But now the Bible de- definition for that is a bit different. Listen what listen what the biblical definition of hope or as it pertains to the word of God. It is the confident expectation, hope, we call it biblical expectation. It is the confident expectation of what God has promised and its strength is in his faithfulness. So watch this now. So whatever God spoke can be our hope. Oh, somebody put that in the chat. That, 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 I need to put it on my shirt. <laughs> uh, come on. Whatever God's promise is our hope. Whatever God promised us is our hope. So whatever he promised you, that's your hope. That's what you build your hope upon. Because he can't lie. That's the strength of our hope, what God promised. You follow me? And so, 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 so you, we are never hopeless. We are never hopeless, no matter what they tell you, what they say about you. You never mount anything. You never be anything. You must don't know who I'm attached to. You must do not understand who, who my father is. For, the, for, for great is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Right? So, so, so look at us as we, as we in this political season. We elected a president. Look at this political season we're in. Republicans pinning their hopes on, the, I guess, the majority or, or whatever, on, on, on a candidate. We know who he is, who he's going to be. But look at all the things that are hanging over his head. But their expectation is in him to come to the rescue. The Democrats depend their hopes on, on the current president. Look at his condition. If our hope is in man, we will be sadly disappointed and sadly uh, 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 really uh, discouraged because man is not our source. Joe Biden is not my source. He's not my hope then. Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump, who's, who, 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 who seems to be the, the, the candidate for the Republican uh, nominee this, this next season, he's not my, he's not my hope because he's not my promise. Remember now, the promise of God is what we really can put our hopes upon. So you and I are never hopeless. We are never without hope because we're never without God. Our children are not hopeless. I don't care what the current situation is. And what are we doing? We're pinning, our, we're pinning all our hope on a man. On a man. We're pinning our hopes upon somebody who has proven to be not telling the truth. Proven. But that's what we put our hopes upon. Pin our hopes on politicians. Pin our hopes upon uh, elected officials. Pin our hope upon the government. Don't care who is in office, they're not my hope because they're not my promise. Let me read you, give you the biblical definition again of, 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 of what hope. It is the confident expectation of what God has promised and its strength is in his faithfulness. God's faithful to his word. <laughs> God promised us and he's faithful to the promise. So I can have hope. I can have a steadfastness. Why? Because we know God cannot lie. 
It's impossible for God to lie. Not that he can. It's impossible. God can't lie. Oh, bless his name. So it is, the again, what is, it, what, what is hoping as it relates to the word of God? It is the confident expectation what God has promised and its strength is in God's faithfulness. Oh, again, tell your neighbor, you're in your house, tell your neighbor, he's faithful. Which means I can have, I, 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 that's my hope. So you're never hopeless because God is never faithless. He's faithful. God is not faithless, he's faithful. And because God is faithful, you can always have hope. So we're never hopeless. Don't care how bad things are. Don't care how bad the children are. Don't care how bad the family is. Don't care how bad the community may be. We are never without hope because he's faithful. And we can build our strength upon God's faithfulness to his promise. Make sense? We forgot that. So this is how we get to where we are. We give up our hope. Because we give up on what God said. We don't know the, we, we don't really, we don't remember. Or do, we don't know the faithfulness of God about his promise. If God promised it, it has to happen. So now I got hope. Right? My, my, my children, my children will be blessed. He promised me that it would be to, our, to us and to our children. He, he said the secret thing, Deuteronomy 29, 29. Deuteronomy 29 and 29 said the thing that had been uh, the secret thing, listen, the secret things belong to the Lord our God. The thing we don't see yet. But those things that have been revealed belong to us and to our children forever. So which means that, watch this, so which means that God is faithful to what he promised. So therefore I can have hope in that because he can't go back on his word. Oh, bless his name, bless his name. God, everybody say God is faithful. Put it, in the, put it in the comment section. God is faithful. I mean, he can't, he, and, and which means that I got hope. Every day I wake up, <clears throat> I wake up in hope. <clears throat> Every day I wake up, <clears throat> excuse me. Every day I wake up, I wake up in hope. Every day I move, I move in hope. Why? Because he's faithful to his word. He said, I'll never forsake you nor leave you. Listen, listen now. I'll never forsake you nor leave you, family member. He will never forsake us nor leave us, mom and dad. He will never forsake or leave us, politician. So since God promised never to leave us, I can have hope that I'll never be without comfort. He said, I'll send the comfort to you, which is the Holy Ghost. So we will never be, so we ain't never hopeless. We ain't hopeless, excuse my language, but we ain't. We ain't. I know I'm not supposed to ain't. Well, we are not hopeless. How about that? <laughs> We're not hopeless. Never. Put it in the comments, somebody. We're never hopeless. Why? Because God is faithful to his promise. That's the strength of hope biblically. Make sense? He's the God of hope. Let's start off first of all. He's the God of hope. I can prove it. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. This is what he says. Uh, Romans chapter 13, verse 15. I mean, Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Paul said this. Now the God of hope fill you with all the joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. The God of hope will let you abound in hope. And how do I, how do I stay hopeful, F.L. Williams? I remember the promises. God can't lie. Oh, man. L let me prove it. Y'all going to make me prove it. You're going to make me prove this. I'm glad, I'm glad, 
I'm going to show you what, what, what the Lord says. In Hebrews chapter number number six, remember now, hope is the confident expectation when it comes to the Bible of what God has promised and its strength lies in the faithfulness of God. Everybody said God is faithful. Which means he's steady, he never changes, he never deviates, he never wavers. Watch what he says here in verse number um, 13, Hebrews 6 and 13. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could not swear by no greater, he swear by himself. Made a promise now, so he stuck with it. But then he says, though I can't lie, though I can't waver, I'm going to, as you all do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to swear by my own self that I got to, I got to, I can't change. I got to, I got to bless you. That's your promise. This is what he said in verse 14. Saying, surely blessing I will bless thee and multiply, I will multiply thee. That's the promise. He said, I'm going to bless you and I'm going to multiply you. He had to do it. I don't care where Abraham ended up at. I don't care where you end up at. If that's a promise on your life, God is favored to the promise. You may not be favored to what he said, but God is favored to his promise. He has to do what he said he'll do. So you are never hopeless. Doesn't matter what it looks like. If God said you're going to get it, no matter who is against it, no matter who fights it, it's coming. We, we got to where we are today because we stopped believing in the promise. God is faithful. Find out what God said. Build your hope on it. Build your hope on things that God has said to you. Build your hope on things what God has promised you. He's faithful to it, and he cannot lie. He's a God of hope. We just read to you in Romans 15 and 13. He's a God of promise. The God of promise. That's who he is. Ooh, I feel like, I, man, I could preach this. He's the God of promise. He's the God of promise. Now watch this. 16. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 15. John, uh, Hebrews 6 and 15, he said this. And so after he had patiently waited, or patiently endured, he obtained the promise. He promised him a son. It was 100 before he got him. He promised, he promised that Sarah would have a child. 90 when, when, when Isaac was born. Still came. Still came to pass. Don't you throw it in that tower. God is backed up by, what you, what you got promised is backed up by faithfulness. He can't lie. Get it. Start rejoicing. Bill's going to get paid. Start rejoicing. You're going to get that promotion. Start rejoicing. God going to do what he said he's going to do. Start rejoicing. For greatest he that's in you, the he that's in the world. 17. I'm sorry, 16. For men verily swear by the greater. And an oath for confirmation is to them and into all things. He said, well, men... Uh, sweat, sweat or something. That means probably the end of everything is probably true. Look at verse 17. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs the promise, the immutability, which cannot alter or change of his counsel, he confirmed it by an oath. Watch what he said in verse 18. That by two unchanging, immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie. 
that he might have a strong consolation to have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that is set before us. Do you see that? So it's, it's unchangeable. God's word is unchangeable. God's promise is unchangeable. So you and I are never hopeless because of that word. Find your word and hold on till it manifests for you. Find your word and hold on till it come to pass. Find your word over your children. Find your word over your finance. Find your word over your body. Find your word over your relationship and say, God, you said it. I'm going to hold on till the change comes. Glory to God. And some songs, I'm going to hold on till my change comes. Songs say, help me. It's Jane Cleveland saying, Lord, help me to hold out until my change comes. My way not be, may not be easy, but you never said it would be. But when it get dark, I can't see my way. You told me to put my trust in thee. That's why I'm going to hold on. Help me to hold on. Why? Until that promise manifests itself for you. Got to learn to trust the word. Let me give you a scenario. Pilots. Oh, my God. Pilots. If they run into bad fog clouds they can't see where they're flying to they have been trained to fly by instruments the panels they've been trained to fly by instruments and the instruments watch this now directs them through this the fog of the cloud until they can see again but if they don't trust the instruments they won't know where they are and they can't land the plane safely the word of god is our instruments or oh, it is our instrument that makes us land safely in life to our destinations. When it gets foggy in your life, trust the instrument, the word of God. When it gets cloudy in your life, oh, I feel like preaching, trust the instruments in your life. Why? Because it is like the, 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 the instrument panels on the airplane. When they can't see where they're flying into, they trust the altitude to be directed by the instrument. They trust the speed to be to be uh, 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 directed by the by, by the instrument. How, how how low they are determines, oh my God, by the instrument. So they trust it till they can see where they're going. And if you don't trust the instruments, you can't see where you're going. Oh, somebody, somebody put it in the comment. Trust the instrument slash God's word. It'll get you to your destination safely. So we're never hopeless because hope is what we stand on. And that hope is based upon the promise. We get hope from 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 the promise. If God promised it, he's able to deliver it. We're never hopeless. We're not hopeless. Now, here's why you got to get you some hope. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but you be sure you go get you some. Go find some. The former President uh, Biden said in the book that he wrote, he called it the audacity, the audacity of hope to believe in you when nobody else does. To believe in your ability when everybody counted you out. That believe you can come back when you've been knocked so far down. A just man falleth seven times, but he gets back up again. Why? Because the hope would not let you lay down. It'll get you up. Hope will get you off the bad place. Why? Because your confidence is in the promise of God, who said many are the afflictions of the righteous, yet God does deliver them out of them all. 
a just man falling seven times, but he gets back up again. That's what your hope is built upon. Build your hope on nothing. Jesus Christ and his righteousness and nothing else. The thing is like sinking sand. Don't mean to sound preaching, but my hope is in the word of God. Now here's why you gotta have some hope. Proverbs 13 and 12 talks about when you don't have it. Proverbs 13 and 12 says, hope deferred maketh the heart sick. Did, 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 you, did you see that? If, if, if I, you know the word deferred means to put off. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just wait for a minute before I start hoping. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wait before I start hoping that it's gonna come to pass. He said, hope deferred made the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is, the, it is a, a, a tree of life. So God know you gotta have it. He know you gotta get it. He know when you have to have it. He knows all of that. He knows exactly what you need. Make sense? We'll read again. Proverbs 13 and 12. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. Sick. Ill. And a merry heart does good like a medicine, but we hope that, that deferred maketh the heart sick. That's how powerful, that's how important, that's how essential hope is to our lives. Y'all, hope also is an anchor. And we know God's a God of hope. We just, pre we just proved that in Romans 15, 13. Hope deferred made the heart sick. But God also, hope also is our anchor. Go back to Hebrews 6 and look at verse 18 and 19. I'm sorry, 19 and, 19 and 20. Hebrews 6, 19. Or verse 19 says this. Hebrews 6 and 19. Let's just read that one. Hebrews 6, 19. It says, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. He's saying here that hope, we know that God can't lie. If he promised it, he cannot lie and he can't change. So then hope is an anchor. Keep me from getting blown off course. I may be going through, but I ain't going to be thrown out. Uh, one more. Uh, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians with me. And I'm, I'm, trying not, I'm trying not to preach a sermon. I'm trying to just tell us how we got here. But I just feel something bubbling up. <laughs> 2 Corinthians 4. And look at verse number um, eight. Remember now, it's an anchor. What do anchor do? Anchors hold things in place. Anchor keep the ship. Every ship has to lower its anchor. Big metal thing, heavy thing that stays uh, uh, in the water to keep the ship from rocking away. Or it keeps the ship from, yeah, from floating off the dock, so to speak. So hope is our anchor to keep us from being blown off course. We, we go through things. Many are the affliction of the righteous, yet God does deliver them out of them all. That's the word, right? Look what he says here in 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 in, in uh, uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter number four, verse number eight. He said, For we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. How do we not get distressed? Because that's a promise somewhere. 
that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Near tongue, rather than joy, we shall condemn it. So we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Why? Because we got an anchor. The promise of God keeps us from being blown off course. They said this. He says, well, we're not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We don't, we don't say, well, I'm just hopeless. It's hopeless. You're never hopeless. Get discouraged sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah, get a little down? Absolutely. That's human. Anybody say they don't? Really, are you being honest? We have bad days, some days that don't look so good. They don't look like they're going to come to pass. But our anchor is holding us. Don't let me float off. Don't let me get blown off course. Why? Because the hope that I have in what God said, it's just prompt. It keeps me anchored. It keeps me anchored. I'm sorry, verse 9, I'm sorry, verse 9. We are persecuted for just being righteous. We are persecuted, but we're not forsaken. Cast down, but you can't destroy us. Why? Anchored. Hope is an anchor to our soul. So we're never hopeless, saints. We're never hopeless because the promise of God is our strength in what we are. Make sense? couple more things let's, let's, let's deal with Abraham for a minute deal with Abraham for a minute go to Romans chapter 4 let's show you something Romans chapter 4 and let's look at verse number um, start at verse 16 through verse we go through verse 20 21 I mean, from 22, I'm sorry, 22. Romans chapter 4, verse 16 through 22. God told Abraham when he left his country, I'm going to bless you. You're going to be a blessing. I'm going to make your name great. Whoever blesses you, whoever, uh, uh, be a blessing, shall be a blessing. And they, I bless them that bless you, and I curse those who curse you. Leave your family. Go to land. I'm going to direct to you. He didn't even know where he was going, but he followed the voice of God. Watch this. Then he told me, I'm going to give you a son. I'm going to make your seed as the, your, your seed as the sand on, on the seashore, which is you can't even number. Still got no child. The impatience of Abraham got him a son by his maid, Hagar, Ishmael, and what God said, I'm going to give you a son. He said, well, I already got one. What about my son? I'm not giving you a son through your own will. Otherwise, through your doing. I'm going to give you a seed of the promise. The promise is he's going to give a son and going to be through Sarah, your wife. Now, Abraham got to be 100 years old before he got the promise. But remember why it had to happen? I don't care if he got 150. It had to happen because God cannot lie. And the promise is our hope. That's our strength. Abraham, 100 years old, before the baby was born. Sarah's wife, who was prophesied to have a son, was 90 before the baby was born. A 90-year-old woman, I don't care if it was 94. It had to come because God promised it. That's your hope. So we're never hopeless. So your, your situation may look hopeless, seem hopeless, but excuse my name, but it ain't hopeless. Because there's a promise. So I'm going to bless your children. If God says you're going to bless those children, they got to get blessed. Okay, how long it takes. 
this is what he said. Let me give you back again Abraham's plight here. In my in my last thirteen minutes, watch this. Sixteen. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end of the promise might be shewed to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but that to that which also of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all, Abraham. 17, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Now he's, he ain't got no child yet, my wife, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and call it those things which be not as though they were. 18. Now listen to this. Now watch. Now what is hope? Let me give you, what do we tell you hope was when it comes to just a biblical definition of hope? It is the confident expectation of what God had promised. And his strength is in his faithfulness. That's what Abraham had. Now man's definition, we could call it the dictionary definition, is a feeling of expectation and desire from a, for a certain thing to happen. It, it had nothing to do about God's faithfulness. Is is you just believe it's going to happen? Well, that's that's the definition in the dictionary. But when it comes to the Word of God, a biblical definition of hope, it is the it is the it is the a confident expectation of what God has promised, and His strength is in His faithfulness. Do you see that? So the strength of God promised is His faithfulness. The strength of God's promise is the fact that he's faithful to his promise. That's what we build a hope upon. So now he tells him in verse 18, Abraham, who against hope, listen now, which means he shouldn't even be hoping for this, but his confidence was in God, not in his own ability. See, your hope don't be in what you can do. Your hope don't be in, don't be what you can or cannot do. Your hope is in what God's faithfulness to. His word, his promise. Okay? His faithfulness to you. When you and I are faithless, God is faithful. Man, I hope this is making sense to you. I'm getting happy here. In this, in this, in this recording studio tonight, I am getting happy up in here. <laughs> Glory to God. And the devil don't want you to know about this because he wants you to get hopeless. But remember, tell him, I ain't basing my hope upon my opinion. Excuse my language again. I ain't basing my hope upon my abilities. I'm basing my hope upon the faithfulness of God to his promise, to his word. What? Glory to God. To his vision, to his purpose, and to his call. That's what my, that's what my, 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 my hope is in. Not in what I can say. Not what I can do. Not what I can lift. Not what I can become. Make sense? Watch this. So Abraham, who against hope, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which uh, was spoken, so shall thy seed be. 19. And being not weak in faith, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. Watch it now. Now dead. When he was about 100 years old, and neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He was 100 years old. Sarah was, was 90 when the baby was born. He knew it beyond his control. So his hope was not in his ability to get his wife pregnant. His hope was not in his wife's ability to get pregnant. His hope was in the faithfulness of God who promised him a son through Sarah. Man, I don't mean to yell at you, but I feel this. Daddy, don't you give on that son because he's making you angry. Mom, don't give on the daughter because she's making you angry. 
Don't give on those children because they're not doing what's right. Don't give on that, on that man that, that God gave you. Don't give on that one that God gave you. Why you don't give on them and they, they promise of God to you? They're God's gift to you. Hold on to that person. Hold on to that man. Hold on to that woman. Hold on to that, those children. Yes, if God gave it to you, then God said you can keep it. The promise of God, I'm going to say it again. They, he staggered not at the promise of God. He wasn't weak in the faith. And he had no confidence in his body that's 100 years old. He said his body was dead. <laughs> Sarah, 100 years old, the deadness of her womb. He didn't have no confidence in his flesh. His hope, now he was hopeless in his flesh, but not hopeless in God. Big difference. Hopeless in, that's why we put all this confidence in, 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 in a man, in a president, in a governor, in, 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 in a senator, in a, in a legislator, in a mayor or council. Even in, in, in we put them in men, pastors and leaders and respect and serve the Lord for, through them, but not, your hope is not in them. It's in him we live. It's in him we move. It's in him we have our being. People are getting angry, falling out with each other because your candidate don't win. Well, that's your hope for your salvation? Your hope for your prosperity is in a man? Is your hope for prosperity tied to a political party? Republican or Democrat, independent, conservative or liberal? They don't stop my, pro my, my prosperity. It is God that caused me to prosper. It is God. The book said that the favor shall abound in blessings. Yes. So my, my, so my, my prosperity not tied to no political affiliation do I care who's in office absolutely do I want certain people in office absolutely but my my, my the benefits of my life in tied to no man or no woman in office is in the God who made the promise make sense I'm almost done I got about seven more minutes watch I'll read verse 19 again get this now we ain't hopeless being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was about 100 years old. Now he had the deadness of Sarah's womb. Wow. He 100. He, 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 he don't have no confidence in himself. He don't have no confidence in her, in her body, nor his body. But his confidence is in the promise of God and his faithfulness to the promise. I can prove it. Verse 20. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. 21. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform it. That's your hope right there. You can sum it all up. You can sum it up, sum it all up right there. In 21. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform it. The hope was not in nothing he could do. The hope was not in nothing that Sarah could do. The hope was in what God had promised. We just read you Hebrews that God can't lie. And when, he, when he made a promise to Abraham, he, 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 he had two immutable things and that he cannot lie and he, swore, he took an oath. He swore he would bless Abraham. So no matter where Abraham went, no matter how old he got, he had to do the promise. I don't care where your kids go. I don't care what's going through their lives now. 
If God say he's going to save them, they're going to get saved. Start rejoicing. Don't wait till the battle's over. Shout now. The promise of God. A yeah and amen. He can't lie. Believe God. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion and bow forever cannot be moved. He is faithful. The God who promised is faithful. The God who promised is faithful. The God that promised is faithful, which means he is steady. He is steadfast. He is not changeable. He cannot change. He's immutable. He's unchangeable. Whatever he promised your children, they're going to get it. Start rejoicing for your children. Matter of fact, every day you all take time, just praise God for what he promised your children. I don't, I don't care if you don't even see no smithering of it happening yet. Start praising God for their breakthrough. Start praising God for their promotion. Start praising God for their, for their, for their, uh, 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 uh over, just, just them getting the power holes on their life. Thank, praise God for them doing work in the kingdom. We're not hopeless. Never are. We never will be. Why should we be? Where do we have strength at? Our strength is in the promise of God that's backed up by his faithfulness. He cannot lie. It's impossible for God to lie. So since God cannot lie, watch this, whatever, whatever he does, what God promised you, he cannot lie for it. It's yea and amen. So our hope then is in what God said to us and this, his faithfulness to what he can bring. Can you say amen? I don't know. I don't know. I can't understand why he let us go through certain things, but the problem's gonna get there. Abraham, after he had endured, he received the promise. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it again. Hebrews six, again. So if you wait on, well, that song there that wait on the Lord shall do that strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagle, run not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Like this, Hebrews six. Right, Hebrews 6, look what he says. In verse 15, and so after he had patiently endured, waited, he obtained the promise. You see that? After he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. We're not hopeless, saints. My brothers and sisters, get up. Keep moving. Don't wait till the battle is over. Keep moving. That's a blessing attached to you. Doesn't matter what they look like now. Your best is yet to come. You got to tell yourself that my best is yet to come. Man don't have to bless me. I'm blessed and highly favored of God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. My children are blessed. Yes, say it. My family is blessed. Yes, say it. Give God all the praise and the glory to his name. Everything will be pleasing in his sight. That everything we do be pleasing in his sight. Everything be pleasing. Uh, we tell God, let everything be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name. I don't know who this is for, but you are not hopeless. Find your promise. Lastly, I got to give you this before we go tonight. Just in case your, your team don't win. Just in case your politician don't win. Your, help ain't, your, your hope ain't not no politician. You hope it ain't no Republican Party or Democratic Party or Independence, Liberal, Conservative, whoever it may be. Yes, you can have, you can have your party affiliation, but don't make them your trust. Some trust in chairs, some in horses, but our company is in the, we trust in the Lord. Isaiah 14. 
And he says this. I want you to miss this. God is faithful. Right? Now watch what he says here. In verse number 24, he said this. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, surely as I thought it, so shall it come to pass. As I purpose it, so shall it stand. Do you see that? Then verse 26 says, this is the purpose that is proposed on the whole earth. And this is the hand that stretches out on all the earth. For the Lord of hosts has purposed. Verse 27, Isaiah 14, 27. Who shall disannul it? And his hands is stretched out. And who shall turn it back? No one. So that's what you build your hope upon. Can't nobody turn it back. Whatever God put his hands on, come to pass. So you can say what what first John, I believe around chapter 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 three, chapter three, chapter four. Whatever is born of God overcometh. Whatever is born of God overcometh. Stand on it. This is how we got here for tonight. This Monday, last Monday in the month of February. You be blessed. Have a great rest of the week. Look back, look forward to being back with you again next Monday. Until that time. You ain't hopeless. You ain't hopeless. See you next week. Have a great one. We hope you are blessed by today's message and will be encouraged to share it with someone you know. To catch all the latest from Bishop Williams, please visit flwilliams.org. That is E-F-F-E-L-L-Williams.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us next time.